start the podcast. Howdy and welcome to Beers with Engineers, a podcast by Engineering Dads, where if it looks stupid but it works, then it's not stupid. Hurry up! Here, three blokes, Sean, James, and Pat, talk all things engineering, science, tech, maths, movies, entertainment, and news related. I swear I'm going to lose it! Anyways, sit down, relax, crack open a drink, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to this week's Beers with Engineers. All right, boys, let's crack them. Ah, and to uh, for those who are a bit confused there, we just played the promo for Ant-Man, if that doesn't give you a hint for what we are talking about today. James, what are we talking about today? Oh, are we talking about the Marvel film Ant-Man and the Wasp? Uh, I mean, potentially, but no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that one. Um, no, but we're talking about ants, because um, for those who don't know... Uh, we all went away recently, and I got bitten on the foot by a bloody ant, and it was straight up awful. My foot swelled up. It was a big ant. It was a big just a heads body. up. You can swear on this podcast. You're about to say fucking it. You can say fucking it. It's fine. I know I can, but I'm trying to do like a personal like meditation where I'm not swearing as much. It's just a me thing. Anyways, I'm moving I past that. that. Um, but I want to talk about ants because after being bit by an ant, I think the Google algorithm picked up on it and started showing me ant videos. Because I search up ant. Um, remedies and what to solve for ant bites. I started getting all these documentaries. So late at night when we're, we were all trying to go to bed after a big night of drinking and I'm in my little bed in the corner of the room, um, I started getting up ads for uh, ant documentaries. <laughs> and so as someone who's drunk and has nothing better to do before trying to fall asleep, I started watching them. Ants, really damn fascinating. I got really into ants all of a sudden. For like the whole week, I just started talking about ants, as you guys were. Well, across. we're well aware of this because you know you were like, there. Yeah. Well, James and I, we kind of had we went to you know went to the, into the corner, being like, "Hey, bro, is like Sean okay?" Like, yeah, like, we're, we're a bit worried <laughs> for a minute, but it's watching nothing but ant videos on, on exactly. stream. Yeah, but like I, I found it really, really quite interesting. Some of the stuff that uh, the ants were doing, and so I thought, you know what, little short podcast just about ants, right? And so, gentlemen, I'll just start the conversation. How much do you know about ants? Uh, after the last week, quite a bit. I listened to a bit of an audio book and I figured out like ants are literally the brilliant engineers. Mm. They are in their own right one of the most intelligent, ingenious creatures living on this earth. Yeah. I didn't think so until after I did a bit of like research, listened to an audio book and I figured out this is like right down my alley because they communicate through chemicals. Yeah, yeah, the um, the old chemical engineers just kicking back into gear. It is it is actually incredible. Then I will we will touch on the chemical uh, communication side of it as well because it is incredible the way they communicate because they don't really have any language like we do. There's no dialect, but they can harvest and manage mm. millions of ants, and I'm talking millions. So I'm going to give you guys uh, a few ant ant facts, and I'll get you guys to have a guess at them. So one, how many species of ants live on this planet? A thousand. No, damn it. Uh, I feel like quickness is better than twenty six thousand three hundred and thirty four. Uh, I had twelve thousand here written down. My facts might be wrong. That seems way too specific. That was a massive guess. <laughs> uh, okay, right. I was going to say I'm like either you search that up beforehand or you're like uh, no, but it's twelve thousand ant species, and these are like there's a very like uh, there's a few that are very common. Um, 
the Argentinian ant is very, very common. Um, there's also like ones like the crazy ants and like the fire ants that we've heard of. In Ant-Man, they've said that I think the crazy ants conduct electricity. Mm. Yeah, that, uh, that, that was my research. Yeah, I, yeah. I just watched the movie. No, I didn't watch Ant-Man. I watched the movie Ants from the, the 1998 animated movie with Woody Allen in it. So I can't watch it anymore. Wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was it an animated movie or an animated movie? <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. I I physically felt pain. No. Hey, after a week of your bad jokes last week, you deserve that. No. No, my jokes are better than that. Come on, Patty, back me up here. You heard his jokes last week. Oh, I mean, everyone's jokes last week were terrible. So, I guess you could say everyone's jokes last week were terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, that was my joke. You can't use my (laughs) shitty joke against me. Okay, we're moving on here. All right. How many estimate as an estimate, how many ants do you believe live in the planet? I know this, so you guess Patty. Well you just answered. No species of ants. Oh, okay. That's like different um, houses in Game of Thrones. How many actual ants are there? Ooh, give us a good guess. I mean there's a lot of ants. We can we can acknowledge that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume it's more than human, so I wanna say a trillion. Ten quadrillion. Ten quadrillion. For those in terms of numbers, it's one, zero. Zero 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 ants, and that is an estimate. How many zeros was that? I lost count. I feel like I just asked Siri how many zeros are in ten quadrillion. I feel like I just understood what pi was. It is sixteen zeros, followed by preceded by a one. That's too many zeros. Yeah. So if there is for every human, there is approximately one point three million ants, and there are too many people on the planet. If we assume there's seven eight. Billion. So what you're saying is that the ants can revolt and they will outnumber us. I think some of them have. <laughs> Probably. There's one million ants for every human on the planet. Yeah, so. about one, yeah, just over 1.2, 1.3. So an incredible number of ants. Like it, it is ridiculous. The only thing, living thing that outnumbers ants in terms of gross numbers, bacteria. Mm. Only thing that can beat it in terms of a like a house of I was going to say house of cuts. No, like a house of an animal, a living creature. And I probably wouldn't even count bacteria because they're unicellular. Mm. Yeah. Fuck them. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like, the what is it? The water bears, they live everywhere and at any time. So um, another question. How, which continent do ants live on? Like, if you trick, it's all of them except for one. So I'll change the question. Antarctica. Correct. You would think, you would also say, like, the Arctic Circle and whatnot. Nope, they live there too. Well, that's definitely not a continent. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't 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 play this trickery game on me, mate. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not may not be the sharpest uh, spoon in the drawer, but I know what's going on. <laughs> I thought you were the sharpest spoon in the shed. No. <laughs> Just mix up your analogies. Yep. But the 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 actual like number of ants there and this, and the actual like survivability of ants seemed just to blow my mind. So I'm like I was doing a bit of research on a few different ant species and I got really carried away with it. Um, James, going back to your point on chemicals. How do ants communicate? They communicate through chemicals or more specifically known as pheromones. They basically, um, it's mm. a mixture of different hydrocarbons, olfactories, um, and also alcohols as well, which I found really interesting. Now, a good point on this is ants build nests, right? They build like little hives. So I want Correct. you to get into that. And then I want to come back mm. from the chemicals thing about why ants can't invade other, other hives. And it's fucking amazing why they can't. Yeah. Well, they can't like, Subvertly invade to just to, to clarify the the, the coding there. So um, 
they they can invade. And so in terms of hive building, ants, again, are known to build mounds. And we, we see ants as we go through our driveways, we walk through the parks, they build little mounds, and that's the common one. But there's several different types of nests they can build. They can build them in, in tree trunks, they can build them in the ground. Some of them build hives out of living ants. Literally, the ants are born and told, you are a wall, you stay here, you don't move for the rest of your life. And they die in that position, and then they get replaced by another ant. So, like, nest building is crazy for ants. They're very ingenious. What I find crazy is when ants first build a nest, they really, they spread out this smell, and every ant is coated with it, so it's kind of like their chemical ID. So, if you're an ant, and you go to another ant, so say, say, say that, right, I'm going to do a nice analogy now. Say there's a certain bars and you can only go to a certain bar. And every time you go there, you have to spray a certain cologne. Now, if you go to a different bar and they detect you have not their cologne, they're going to kick you out. That analogy holds true for ants. So if you go to another hive, they're going to be like, hmm, something saucy here. Like, this isn't the smell that we coated our ants with. Yeah. Now, what they'll do is, if they detect you coming in, they're pretty nice about it. They'll just grab you. They get like four or five ants. They'll lift you out and they'll throw you out. <laughs> If the that's ant, nice, right? The bouncer throwing you out of the bar. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> if the ants sneak past that first line of defense, the ants will then circle that ant yeah. until it then like leaves on its own accord. If it gets to where the queen lives, they show no mercy. They'll kill they it. will yeah. fucking destroy that ant that invaded. Like, yeah. no questions asked. So, so they are ruthless fuckers. Yeah. Just sounds like every single club experience I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly, you've been to Berlin. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, speaking of, so uh, James kind of just touched on this in terms of both nest building and like the hierarchy. So um, we are we might be familiar with the terms like soldier ants and then like the worker ants, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like the lowest tier in the ant hierarchy, and they kind of go up. Then you've got like at the very top, you've got your queen, the queen ant, and they produce the the actual eggs that are like the the treasure. That's what keeps hives going, keeping those eggs alive. And in between that, there you've also got like the princes and princesses. So the queen will lay a certain, every now and then when the hive gets too big, a certain number, maybe a few hundred of these special types of eggs uh, or sacks or whatever they're called, and they will become male and female ants with wings, which is why we see the some ants fly. Now these ones will then mate and then fly around. The men, the, the princes, will immediately die because their service is done. The queen, the, the, the princesses, which have fertilized eggs, will go someplace um, Take, rip off its own wings, which I find weird. Like, you should keep those. They're quite They're useful. Cool, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then start another hive there. Um, and only one in 500 pairs usually make it out of the hive. Mm. Besides one species of ant, I think it's the cardia something of male ants. Their purpose isn't just to seminate <laughs> into eggs. Their purpose is to fight and kill each other. They mm. literally have wars. I don't know where they, where they originate from, but I just heard it in, in this yeah, little audio. Yeah, there's so book. many answers. It's, it's, it's mm. impossible to keep track of them. So we've got a few different mm. in there. I, I, I see that. You know, when I watched that movie Ants, you know, a lot of... Uh, there was wars going on in that movie. So I... <laughs> Woody Harrelson, oh, it's great. Uh, that right. Christopher Walken, hey. Let's stick on that then, Pads. What did you pick up from the movie with Woody Harrelson? <laughs> ants? Is it Ants the movie? Ants with a Z at the end. It's like Ants. Oh, is that very, it's a 90s movie? Yeah. 90s. <laughs> they do that a lot, yeah. the that's, Z in That's it. a very intelligent name for a movie. 
Stop it. Okay. You're on two strikes. <laughs> what happens on strike If you're three? the third, we detect the pheromones wrong. We throw you out like a Berlin nightclub bouncer. Exactly. <laughs> okay. oh, stop it. I, w- I was going to say, if I had a red and a yellow card on me, I'll just give you two reds. Like, two you're reds, done. you're out. Yeah, you're out for the season. All right. Well, the, thi- well the thing is, I found a article from 1998. So the science is definitely going to might be wrong on this. Okay. However, because they depict... In the uh, in the movie, ants. So it's like all the characters and all the people that have significance in the movie are male ants. Mm-hmm. When realistically, it's like instead, of nearly every task that is performed in an ant colony is performed by the females. They build a nest, they defend the nest, they tend to the larva, and continuously supply the female labor. Male ants almost do not exist in an average yeah. colony. They account for about one percent of the population. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so that was kind of the only inaccuracy of the movie. Besides, you know, you know, ants talking. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a, and then the one is this the the ant movie, the animated one, where they had like one ant had like a tree pod sapper, or it pulled out the um, maybe I don't know the seeds I, out of grass for the colony. I, I, I'll be honest; it's been a while since I watched it. I oh, just, okay. I'm getting like flashbacks of this film. I, now. I just watched the trailer like maybe two hours ago. And I was oh, like, okay. Oh, I can't watch it anymore because you know Woody Allen's in it. So I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, cancel culture is what it is. Wait, what's wrong with Woody Allen? Okay, we'll oh. talk about this one off. off he, the podcast. He, he sexually assaulted his daughter. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and also they married his adopted daughter. And okay, let's continue on ants. Right. Okay. Anyways, ants. Ants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A less controversial topic. So, enough of that. Anyway, so I was watching Ant Man the other day. Yes. And all the ants in the movie are correct. Oh, the 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 name's correct, yes, yeah, but yeah. Except, like their special it, abilities. No, but there's like one. It's the uh, what everyone had from like the science, like from the scientific reviews of it. No mm. one has beef with the, what the ants do. It's more about the fact the communication method. Yeah, I was, that was actually what I was going to pick up on. So um, you talk about it. Well, okay, yeah. So I guess no one's really having a scientific beat with Ant Man, a scientist that can make things go big and small on the fly with pin particles. It's a comic book, I guess. They don't really care. Yeah. But the, the communication is a good point. So they said that the way that Ant-Man and the previous Ant-Man and the Ant and the Wasp... The Wasp? Is yes, that the Wasp. One? Yeah, yeah. Weird that... She, anyways, the point being is they, they control ants through a little thing they stick on their head. It's a bit of magic, you know, quantum physics, I don't know, something like that. Um, that's not really how ants communicate. So James kind of talked about it. it's more chemically based. Mm. Some ants do touch each other's mandibles. Oh, not mandibles, but the antennas. They would communicate, say, hey, there's food this way. They would touch. So they couldn't be communicated to, say, go to this location because their understanding is food, predator, um, waste, like safe travel and whatnot. They wouldn't understand this is a place to stand or, for example, like covering a camera with ants was one of the things they did a few times. Yeah, or put, or put in like a, making an arch to put a sugar cube in a tea or something like that. Yeah, you know, so. that is that communication is way too complex for the what the movie kind of projected you could do. Like, oh, I can tell the ant to do whatever. Hmm. That's not how it would work. I mean, again, comic book film, I'm not going to crack too many like hard things on it. It's, no, I, feel, I feel like there's like there's way there's way too much going on. And being like, mm. it's like, oh yeah, we, we 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 have beef with this, but oh, we're okay with it. The fact that they believe in there's a multiverse, yeah, I believe. Yeah, in that. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something I realize in in my studies, I guess, is that humans have a terrible sense of smell relative to ants. Like they can pick up different scents at such a high concentration. So mm. I wondered then, is that why you see ants hovering over things that like where sugar's been left over and left the sticky surfaces because they mm. can detect a really strong smell of sugar? 
that organic molecule and it just attracts them to go what's there we can discover mm. something i wonder if that's the case or if it's just a call for food i think you're right i think they do have like a really like their advancement of smell is incredible because they can the way they like respond to stimuli in the environment so the, the way that a hive would work right you have a nest where you have the queen and the bodies and whatnot and then feeds of ants go out so like marches go out in different directions like uh like, if you poured paint down a driveway, it just splits in different ways. That's how ants kind of move around. Mm-hmm. And you have your soldiers and drones go out and try and find food. And so the way they respond to each other and the stimuli in that environment is how they survive. So some ants can go up to, like, 23 different scents. Um, and each one is like, there is a predator nearby. Be careful. careful. There is a predator nearby. Get ready. There's a careful nearby. Kill everything. And that's three different scents for one predator. And so you could imagine like the communication levels, how deep and wide that they, these ants can do it. And so like if they see, for example, a spider, which would kill ants, one ant would run in, get eaten by the ant, uh, the, the spider. The other ones would quickly draw a circle around it saying, and lay a scent trail and a circle around the spider while it's eating the ant saying, this is bad. All the other ones would then line up on the circle and then strike it once and swarm. That's mm. how they kill things. They mm. are known to kill things well above its size. Yeah. Patty, how much can you bench press? Not much. <laughs> Give us an estimate. In terms of the scale of your body weight, how much can you bench press? Not my weight. Not your own weight? James, no. can you bench your own weight? Yeah. Okay, I, I, can, I used to be able to bench my own weight, but then I put in 10 kilos in COVID. Um, ants can carry, the weaver ant, for example, can carry 100 times its own body weight. Mm. Could you imagine carry, doing a bench press of yeah, 100 well, what, times? Yeah, what's 100 times of... 4.5 grams. Yeah. So 400 grams. I've seen ants like carry... Oh my God, that's massive. I've seen ants oh carry fuck. bricks in videos like a bunch grams. of ants. Uh... Hey, look, I Wikipedia. Can't go wrong. You can't argue uh, with Wikipedia. I mean, he could, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's That was the joke. <laughs> I know. I'm aware. Um, but yeah, now, now I've touched on one of the specific species. I'll probably roll through a few different specific species of ants. I want to talk ants. about one species of ant because... Oh, yes, please go. Well, I don't know the name of the ant. The thing is, I've only seen the videos online of people wearing it as a glove. Like, it's, it's a... In 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 the Amazonian rainforest, is like a tribe that um, a lot of people have gone to. Like, Hamish and Andy have gone to it and a few of the jackass guys, like, from that, from that you know, that mm. television group have gone to it. Yeah. Where it's like the tradition to becoming a boy from a man is they will weave this specific ant into... Um, a weaved glove with the tail end hanging on the inside. So when you put in the glove, it the bummer like the bum of the ant that is shit is that that's the stinging of it. Yeah, you put it in and it just starts immediately stinging you, and the venom is like it's torturous. Apparently, Ooh. I don't know. Is it venom or formic acid? No. So I'll I'll touch on that one I'm again because that's thi- crazy. I'm, ants. I'm just I can't. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what the ant's <sighs> called. Give me, give me two. Seconds. There's a few. There's twelve thousand to go through. Bad. So it wouldn't like, be fire ants. Um, I don't believe it would. Uh, fire ants, I believe, live more commonly in like South uh, Asia. Um, the Argentinian ants are the most successful ones. They live on every, pretty much every continent. But they started in like Argentina and Paraguay and Uruguay and whatnot. Um, bullet ant glove. Bullet ants. Yeah, big, big things. Wow. Um, let's let's not do that. Um, no, no. Well, the question was, would you do it? No, why? Why not? Because I'm I, I'm still a boy at heart. I want to stay away. <laughs> I stay that way. I don't really need to prove that I'm a man. I don't want to be my. It's uh, not. It's not the proving part. It's more just like the experience. 
Wow, that's like right. that's like guys who go and experience childbirth using the um the machine. We'll talk yeah. about the Thames. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen I've seen one of those videos online about it's like it's like just impractical jokers did it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, just stay calm. He's punching the wall. Just stay calm while giving birth. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. No, but there's also one where he's just experiencing experiencing period pain. Oh, it's and I, and, yeah. and it's just like just girls just laughing at their boyfriends being like, oh whatever, and they do it and just put up to, puts up to ten and it's like fuck and they just yeah. fall on the ground. Yeah, I, 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 I would do that. I, I wouldn't mind giving it a try just to see what it's like because yeah, I wanna... uh, we can never explain the or understand the real plight of women experiencing this biological pain. But I, I would kind of like to simulate it just to have a better understanding. Would yeah. you simulate a life, the day in the life of an ant? Yes. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's risky. That's that is a good question. I don't know. It depends what type of ant you are. Um, you know, just a regular ant you might see on the uh, fr- on on the front of our on, on the front of your like driveway right there. Absolutely know. not, because no, they're about to die. So yeah, that, they die I'm happy you touched on that. So the ants that you see, like on the street or outside, are actually old and weary ants that have served their purpose and have left the hive, and like the actual like ants in their ah. prime are the ones who are in the hives, which you guys have probably never, ever seen. Because... Mm. Yeah, like, okay, then... They're like, designed to protect. One in, one, in, one in your prime, then. Stop touching that, bro. Yeah, the pra- Praetorian Guards. Well, and the Praetorian Guard would just chill at as an ant inside a hive. They would Their job is to protect the queen. If something attacks the mound, you go out and kill. Mm. That's why they're probably the freshest, but... <laughs> the freshest. The freshest. The freshest. The freshest. All right. Well, we're speaking on ant species, so... Um, so the Argentinian I kind of touched on just briefly because they just go everywhere. And these things live in Australia, they live in Japan, they live in wherever else, California and Europe. So they just dominated. They currently had the record for the largest colony. Now guess the colony, how big it was. It was on the Mediterranean coast. A billion. That's not a length. Oh, what? Give me a unit. Oh, I thought you said how many were in the uh, colony. How, uh, sorry, how how big is the colony? How long is the colony? Oh, like no. how how big do you reckon this colony got? A kilometer. Three hundred and seventy kilometers. Six thousand kilometers. Jeez, that's, that's ridiculous. And so for that, and I realize what? a lot of the people who listen to our podcast um, don't use kilometers. So I've also said it's also one million um, sixteen thousand nine hundred fifty adult giraffes stacked on top of each other. That's a lot of giraffes. I don't know what the other units they use. Yeah, I would. Isn't it like Miel Miles or something like that? It's probably like some like the the foot of a king or something stupid. So Anyways, dumb, yeah, <laughs> Salem. It's, yeah. it's, it's pronounced Salem. The foot Salem. of the king. The foot of the king. That sounds pretty imperial, if you ask me. It sounds very imperial. <laughs> it's it's <Sorry>. engineers <laughs> having a giggle. <laughs> okay, it's it's six thousand furlongs. Six thousand furlongs. Yes. When, when in the queen's country, use the queen's language. The furlong. The furlong. Okay, and um, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so it's the, the hives can be quite big, so they just start growing and building and wait. So, new... so is that length? What? But what about the height? Like, because like, if it's just like, if it's like, you know, how many k's was it again? Sixty k's. Six thousand. Six thousand k's. Six thousand k's on the Mediterranean coast was oh, one was one started hive that grew and grew and grew. Yeah, but how tall is it? It's an ant colony. It's like a few meters tall. What? Well, like it goes into the ground, right? So oh, okay. you see the surface of an anthill and you've seen those videos where they like pour aluminium down an anthill, then they dig it up and then wash it. And you can see like all the different like catacombs and like the, the full cave system of the ants, which is incredible. Mm. You see this tiny hole and then you get this like one meter stall statue. Have a Google of that for those who are listening and for you two gentlemen after this podcast. It is incredible to watch. Again, mm-hmm. another thing that ants are incredible for. I feel bad though. Imagine being the ants at the very bottom going, 
ah, it's a nice Sunday. What the fuck is that? And <laughs> just aluminium being poured in. You just melt immediately. Terrifying. Hmm. Fuck. It's like the equivalent of an avalanche, except it's hot. And, and there's cold. no escape. Nothing you can do. You can't dig fast enough to escape molten no. aluminium. Not really, no. I always thought that, you know, like, because we were traveling, like, as we went to the north coast of Sydney, we had to go under the, I don't know if you guys took the uh, the, the harbour bridge overwards. I went under it. Oh, I went the, under the, the harbour bridge yeah, yeah. tunnel. I always wondered how that was there. And, like, we had a massive debate in the car, myself and the girlfriend. And then we're thinking, oh, I'm never going to find out. I'll ask you two guys probably off the podcast. But in that regard, would it be possible to, um, I guess, uh, control ants... To build me a tunnel, like that's like a human-sized tunnel. Probably not. It would, yeah. I like it would, the idea of it, though. It would take very, like, an intense amount of computing power to communicate to each individual ant what to do, what where to move. They probably they do move that volume of mass, and you, if you've got enough ants, again, you can have ten quadrillion, whatever it is, to do it. Yeah, it's possible, but I think it would just be easier to get like Dave on a with a jackhammer to just go through it. Yeah, but you know, Dave, Dave costs money. Yeah, but Dave, I think Dave is more reliable than Paddy. like trying to get ten billion ants to drill, drill you a hole. Paddy the capitalist. Ant, ants, yeah, yeah. ant slavery. Come on, man. Yeah, come on, jeez. Um, what is this? The seventeen hundreds. What are you, Thomas Jefferson? Something. No, I'm Mark Twain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something I like depicted is if ants didn't exist. Like, we would live in such a different Earth. Well, we wouldn't, we wouldn't live at all, actually. There'd be a different species that would dominate the Earth. The trees would look different. The grass would look different. You'd have different plants. And the mm. main reason being is because all those ants consume oxygen, right? So, the ground isn't as aerated. If, if ants didn't exist, there would be such a high number of, like, oxygen concentrations in the ground. So mm. aerated. So, you'd have more nutrients, more nitrates. So, in return, you'd have different species of trees growing, different things would have evolved. Yeah. I'd love to imagine what the world would have looked like without ants. Yeah. They're just... Hmm. It is a very actually fascinating thing because I, I don't know how old ants have been because obviously they're descendants of well, a different species. Well, but may, Maybe look in your Wikipedia page you got there. Uh, I don't have a Wikipedia. I just have notes I, are written down at the moment. Oh, I, I reckon they definitely evolved from the old trilobite because of their antennas. Good old trilobite, that old chestnut. Well, I, I would think that wouldn't there be more of a, uh, like an offspring of the termite? Well, termites and ants are related to each other, so they probably both were descendants of the same creature. So mm. yeah, I think yeah. you're, it's it's in the same family for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I always you know that scene from uh, Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, they're the crazy fire ants, whatever they are. I thought they were ants, and then I found out they were termites, and I was really disappointed. Oh, that's what you told me that. I thought they were ants. Oh, what the fuck then? You just oh, I just searched if you search Indiana Jones ant scene in YouTube, which is the, the the way to do it. Yeah, it'll be fine. And uh, so, like, I'm watching that again. I'm gonna make sure. Watch that one again. Okay, so I just want to tell one last little story um, about ants, and this is a really interesting and really dark story. So, um, well, one thing about ants is because they are crazy good killers. They're like ninety percent. If they find an animal, they they can eat, and they can eat things well above their size. It's ninety percent of the time they kill. Um, for example, like wild dogs are ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Cheetahs, what do you reckon their chance of killing something is? Eighty-five percent. Forty percent. Lions, twenty percent. Some of the most effective killers and most predators yeah. are really bad at hunting. <laughs> like really bad. What about sharks? They they would uh, depends on the shark because some some like the great white don't actually hunt that often. They just eat yeah. whatever is left over. They'll eat dead carcasses and such. Um, Certain sharks probably is higher fish. I think smaller sharks would have a better chance at hunting because there's more things that they could eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
yeah, so ants themselves can are really good killers, and so you need something that can kill the ants. So you have natural predators, and so when you have an ant growing up in a certain area and they stay there, that's great. There's some things that grow up. There's one actually was a fungi, a fungi that will attack the ant, slowly killing it, and the ant becomes a spore carrier and spreads it out. So ants like the when detecting the incorrect scent will pick up an ant which does is still alive, has the infestation kills the ant and throws it away because it saves the colony. This ant will then die, spore, and then kill all the other ants in the vicinity, infecting them with a fungi and spreading it on. It's a natural predator. Basically a zombie ant. Zombie ants, exactly. Terrifying, right? Yeah, that's a terminology. Patty's giving me a weird look at the moment. But I don't like that. I yeah, don't... no, zombie ants seems terrifying, right? Fungi infestation. No, I'm, I'm, I don't mind the zombies. I'm just terrified of ants. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is this podcast <laughs> would just be fucking PTSD oh, for you. Okay. Like, ants, ants. I've been paying, <laughs> house with ants. I've been paying myself for the past 40 minutes. Oh, like, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's my chair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Joke's on you. But yeah, so ants need to have something that counters them. So um, we are all aware of Christmas Island, right? Yeah, it's politically a bit of a bit of a, bit a of shit a weird show. One, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Christmas Island, which is a, more or less like a rainforest on an island, ha- is home to the an absolute utopia of crabs. Uh, crabs eventually came out of the water and realized there's more food in the forest than in the water, and so there's coconut crabs, there's red crabs. And have you guys ever heard the March of the Red Crab? Yes. Nope. Uh, yes. So for James, the March of the Red Crab is 50 million red crabs live in the forest. However, as crabs, they can't breed. They need to breed in salt water. So they will then march from the middle of the forest to the beach. And it is an incredible sight. Watch time lapses of the red, the Christmas Island Red yeah. Crab March. It is amazing. They're, go, they're going through houses, going through cars. Yeah. Like going, well, not cars, but you know. Yeah, they're going they're, through, going they're through just roads. like, oh, I've matched with someone 50 kilometers away. I've got to go. And 50 million start running, right? Yeah. The pr- I've been trying to think of a Tinder-based crab pun, but I can't think of one, so continue. Mm, we'll think about it. I yeah. Know. I don't know. Anyways, we'll, we'll come back to you. Quarter. Your... I don't know. That didn't yeah, work. Yeah. No. Are oh, you trying to think of an app for crabs? No, like a pun. I don't know. I can't Quarter. think. What's one for Bumble? I don't know. I feel like... I Crumble. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, we're moving on. I'm, okay, I'm, so... I'm, I'm glad James said that. <laughs> <laughs> Was that what you were thinking? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just leave the, the dad jokes behind us um, and go back to the Red Crab March. So the Red Crab March, they have 50 million crabs march along to the things. These crabs weigh between um, 400 to four, 500 grams. So a fairly, fairly good-sized crabs. 50 million of them. Imagine like, the volume of crab mm. moving across like a uh, uh, rainforest. Now, crazy ants... Crazy, yellow crazy ants were introduced in the island in the 1960s, 1970s. So far, crazy ants have reduced the population by 20 million of the red crabs. Damn. Which weigh 4.5 grams, the crazy ants. So they're killing something 100 times its own weight in size. It's just one of them, or is it multiples? Like, obviously, it's like... One ant can't just do it by himself. No, ants yeah, don't okay. work like that. You okay. you always consider ants as uh, they work together. It's a, it's a hive. It's a hive. Yeah, so, absolutely. So how do these ants kill the crabs? Do they spray them with formic acid? That is correct. So we're back to our point. So what they do is crazy ants can spray a little acid out, which is quite toxic. It, they spray into the eyes, the mouths, anything that is accessible and they realize is like a, a venture point. And then they also use their, uh, like they inject a venom into... Yeah, they, sorry. Um, and they also inject a venom into, like, in between the crevices, uh, the crevices and, like, the, the parts inside their legs. So, so, just for reference, formic acid has a pH of 2.3, which is fucking lethal. What's like, formic acid again? Formic acid is just an acid, but for me, the word, uh, the French word for me is ant. 
So formic acid is named after the ant. So, that so they it's, found it's this. It's the ant. acid within an ant. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so just for everyone out there, like p- the lower the pH is, the more deadlier the acid. For reference, the acid in your stomach is three point five. So when you vomit, you feel that burning feeling. You're like, "Fuck, that burns." Imagine formic acid. That would fucking sc- like scream through yeah. your intestine. Mm. And mm. and just a bit of a chemical background as well. Um, pH is not a linear scale. So a pH of seven, which is water, is neutral right ph of six is a little bit more acidic a ph of five is a lot more acidic so the further you get away from seven yeah. it's increasing it's, like it's thousands of times it, more it's, it's a log scale yeah. yeah 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 log scale so ph is a logarithmic ph of the hydrogen pl- anyways the point being is so what these ants do these crazy the crazy ants they squirt into their eyes they inject poison and they kill the red crab to the point where the red crab population is close to extinction well it's on path for extinction and there are not a single natural predator on the on that island that can kill the yellow ant so humans are now having to do it they introduce the species they now have to kill the species otherwise mm. everything on that island's dead yeah they're so effective and ants don't give a shit but yeah but that's that is the crazy red ants so um Again, sorry, I just wanted to have a spiel about ants because I thought that was really fascinating. I just needed to get that off my chest so I can never think about ants again. And Patty, you can put your um, you can put your diaper back on. It's it's fine. We'll we'll be done now. Cheers, brother. Yeah, thank you for that. You got ants in your pants pads? I can, I can just tell. I always do, mate. Thanks for listening. To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'll link below to see our other projects. Have a good one.